Dead Guy in the Envelope is the game. And you have to figure out who this Dead Guy in the Envelope is. 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025. I know who he is. I'll give you the clues and then see if I can figure out who he is. So, he was a white American guy. His name is on a product he has nothing to do with. He didn't make it. He didn't make it originally. He is not a part of it. But I guess his name, as JP pointed out, was licensed. And it is something to do with alcohol, not Jack Daniels. 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025. Start with Mike on line three with your yes or no questions. You got a lot of good clues already. Let's see if you can get it. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Raj, JP, Brett, Monifo. What's up, buddy? Yo. Hey, what's the crack? What's up, sorry? What's the crack? What's the crack? Irish whiskey by chance. No, it was not an Irish whiskey. What's the crack? What's the crack? Uh, Like, what's going on? Uh, Wood on line two. That could have went a million ways. Yeah, well. Hey, Rog. Hey, buddy. Roger. You guys listening? I am right here. We are right here. Go ahead. All right. Did this guy help contribute to his own demise by his own poor decisions that got him (laughs) effed in the first place? I believe the answer is no. Sorry. <laughs> I would have loved to know who's the guy. I don't know. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Dramatic. I wonder. Yeah, it was very, very dramatic. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got Ryan on line six. Go ahead, Ryan. <clears throat> Hi, I was wondering if he was uh, known for tattooing sailors. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sailor Jerry. Sailor Jerry. Oh, God. Sailor Jerry. Oh, all right. Way, yeah. Hmm. Jim on line eight, you're next. It's a great spiced rum. Oh, is the liquor a scotch? No, sir. It's wor- it it's, is not. It's the it's the cheap knockoff of uh, Captain Morgan, and I won't I won't have anything I won't have anybody insulting Captain Morgan. What's, oh, what's a cheap knockoff? The Sailor Jerry. No, it is not. It's his bastard cousin. It is, I don't <laughs> care if it's his bastard cousin, but it's definitely not a cheap knockoff. Twice removed. Yeah. Okay. Nobody talks about him. Hmm. Christian, online. that's true. It doesn't have the marketing dollars behind mm. it. Christian on line six, you're next. Hey, Roger, JP, Brett, Monica, Dizzy. Um, hey, was he like involved in politics back then? He in the was. Day? He was. He was, okay. Um, was it Samuel Adams? Samuel Adams is the dead guy in the envelope. Very good. Yes. Was- he was a uh, leader of the American Revolution. He was a signer of the Declaration of Independence. He did brew some beer on his own. But he never, like, put it out there. He just brewed it. He was a governor, a state senator, and second cousin to President John Adams. And, yeah, he was founding father, and he died in 1803. And, of course, Samuel Adams' beer uh, uses his name. Uh, what was the guy's name? Hold on. Jim Cook. Right. Uh, Dirk Bentley, Offspring, or Smashing Pumpkins? Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, yeah pair of tickets to see Smashing Pumpkins. The world is a vampire tour at the Amp August 20th. Hold on. Nice. So who is Jim Cook paying royalties to? I don't know how it works. I don't. I'm, there, is there an Adams family, or is it too many years <laughs> where his name is free? <laughs> I mean, the Sam Adams family. So he writes checks the cousin. Checks the cousin. It. <laughs> you know how when music is over a hundred years old, people can steal it or whatever. Maybe his name and his, likeness, because the likeness. likeness on the bottle looks like a painting I saw of him. Right. Maybe you can just use it. It's been hundreds of years. If, it, if that's the case, it's brilliant. Hmm. If that's the case, it's brilliant. Well, it's good. I mean, considering Sam Adams, the beer is out of Boston, and this guy was a, a part of the re- revolution and all that stuff. I one, mean, of, one of my f- absolute cool. 
favorite radio guests ever. Absolutely was, was right. Jim Cook. No yeah. question. Jim, we had him in a couple different times. Jim Cook would come in the studio with a cooler full of beers, mm. and next thing you know, we were just getting tanked at seven o'clock in the morning, <laughs> having a blast. It was and a rolling he, suitcase, and, Monica. And like he was full just of ice and beer. super uh. cool. And then we did a really great promotion with him, where they put thousands of around Long Island in different bars. They put thousands of glass, Roger and JP, Sam Adams. Or pint glasses. Pint glasses. Yeah, like nice. not plastic garbage, but glass mm-hmm. with, you know, with our logo on it and the Sam Adams logo mm-hmm. on it. And they all got stolen. <laughs> Every bar, they all disappeared from bars. Oh, which, yeah, they're all handed out already. Right, really? Right, to who? Right. <laughs> your bartenders? Are they at your house, Mr. Bar Owner? No, no, no. I, thought, I just figured listeners were taking them. That's what I always thought. Oh, At least that was the. Uh, that's what I put in my mind. What are the, you know? What are they going to do with them? I think they. Uh, what are the bars going to do with them? Why would the bartenders take? Cases? Well, and I don't know why they disappeared so quick. I mean, I guess maybe our our people just went and bought a Sam and Adams beer, you. and it came yeah. in the pint glass, and, and they, they took kept it home. Yeah. yeah. I, unless that's what I don't remember. Wasn't that what they were supposed to be for? I, I don't know. I don't remember. But as long as they got them, I, don't I know. Care. I felt really good about the thievery. Right. And then when they made plastic ones. Yeah, we, and the plastic ones happened as well. It must have been the next round when he came in. Maybe not with Sam Adams on it though. We just did a Roger and JP plastic one. That wasn't a Sam Adams glass. The plastic mm. one. We have it I love how we're relying him. on your memory, JP. Of, of I'm telling you, I have a plastic I'll, one I'll tell you signed why, by him. Because I, 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 don't have know the, if the logos I have the plastic one at home. It's oh, got yeah. the old Roger and JP logo with the angel and the devil. But kind no, of thing. Uh, no Sam Adams. But no Sam Adams. On oh it. well, I have it signed by him. So I mean, Did? maybe it doesn't have his logo, but yeah. No At least question. mine doesn't. We might have redid it later and tried to cheap out on it. I'm, I'm saving sure. that, baby. Usually, if it goes from oh, something really good to something really cheap, that's on our end. <laughs> it's not his end. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then but that, that whole thing went away. We were supposed to... That whole thing went away after Opie and Anthony did their Sex for Sam. They used to do a broadcast every year up at the Sam Adams Brewery. We went once. Mm-hmm. And it was, was fun. And it was awesome. We had a great time. That's when we got Gary Coleman, who yeah. is that kind of nasty, and Gene, and Gene Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, and we a had other good ones we had too. we really had a blast, and we were looking forward to the next year, and we were all set to go again. And then Opie and Anthony did that sex for Sam thing where they had some of their guys follow couples around, and they got points for different places they had sex in New York City or something along those lines. And then somebody they had one couple go for a two point conversion Ooh. in St. Patrick's Cathedral, uh. and all aye, aye, aye. hell broke loose like crazy. That's why they got you fired. All hell broke. Oh. That's why they got fired. That's Rough why Roger one. and I didn't end up at WNEW. <laughs> that's why in, you know in New York City. That's why <laughs> a lot of things. That's why <laughs> bars were taking Sam Adams out of. It was like. What year was it? It was like a mini version of what Bud Light is going through. Right? It's yeah, like a, it was like a mini version. I mean, basic, but it was more based at, out of Boston where people had a hard time with it. And they were all the all the bars were taking the kegs out. They were refusing the cases, sending it all back, all because of that Opie and Anthony you thing. you serious? That was 2002? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like seven or something. Yeah. 2002. I remember we, be- we would have been doing talk radio 20 years, you know, 15 years before we started doing it here. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Yep. I, I remember being up at Giant, like the one time Ooh. I went to Giants uh, camp, New York Giants football, Giants uh, camp, and I remember we were coming home, and I remember hearing on the radio that Open Anthony were fired. Mm. We were supposed to interview, I believe it was that Tuesday. Yep. Because they were looking for- It was on a Friday that were, happened. They were looking for a midday show. They had Don and Mike in the middays, but- Opie and Anthony were fighting with everybody. And they were looking for a midday show 
that could play nice in the sandbox with Opie and Anthony. And we knew them because they came yeah. from our other yeah. radio station. Right. And we were excited. We're like, it's New York City. This and it was, sick. it was, you know, we were so excited. We've already been doing uh, this our, show our, for two years. We're finally going to get to New York City after two years. We paid our dues. Right. Our agent <laughs> called us. We got, you guys are not going to believe this. You got an interview, you know, on Tuesday. It, yeah. At WNEW, and that happened on Friday. By Monday, oh. everybody we were going to interview with got fired. We could have gone in for the interview, but and, there would have been nobody there. There was nobody there. We, we would have been by us. ourselves. <laughs> right. How much? And, how much was your head spinning that whole week? Like oh. all, it's like just what? Like it's almost like I don't. I, knew, I don't believe you. Yeah. I knew as soon as I heard what oh. was going on on the radio. Yeah. Sorry. That this was dead in the water. It was there so was bad, no so quickly. Way. There was no way oh. they were going to survive that one. Everybody was just... And O&A, you know, they wrote the book on getting paid not to work. Yeah. And as soon as that one happened, I'm like, yeah, that's not... And then all of a sudden, we got the phone call from our agent. I think it was like on Monday. And that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. That was a rough day in Roger J.P. history. Yeah. yeah. I know, rough for O&A. I get it, but... Uh, I think the, the man... The, the guy's name... Effect. I think the guy's at Sirius now. Jeremy Coleman. I'll never forget. Yeah. I couldn't... I was so excited. Is that where you're serious? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh. I was so excited, and then all of a sudden, oh. everything, the rug got pulled right out from under us. Yeah. And then we'd have... You know what? We'd probably... It couldn't be more exciting. at that time, radio, especially in New York City, was still paying big dollars. We probably would have yeah. been making way more money than we are now. Way. Way. But the you midday got to stay show. in your hometown, Way. and you got you know. It's well, we would have had to travel into New York City. We, we would have had to go. Yeah, we would have had to go an hour each way. Oh. It would have been fine. Okay. We would have found a way. Right, uh, I would have survived it. And oh. at that time, a lot of the radio companies would send car service for their guys. Oh, that's for the fine, then, yeah. for the radio guys. So it, you know, it would have been, and it was a midday thing. It was so perfect. Yeah, they wouldn't have sent I can't car, even explain. They wouldn't have sent car service for us to a middays. Morning drive, fine. afternoon drive, maybe, but not for middays. But still, we didn't have to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I was doing the Mets gig at the time. I was picturing, oh, I could do all the games at night, yeah, yeah. get up and not even worry and go do a midday show. Yeah. And then from the midday show, just make my way over to Shea right. Stadium and do another game. Exactly. What a life. Exactly. Just jump on the subway, oh, go to Shea. Oh, my God. Yeah. So easy. But what about Brett? You wouldn't have had Brett. Brett was... was uh here in no. Long Islands, or you know, you wouldn't have been doing all of that. So it's true. We would have found him. You need, you need. Ironically friends. enough, I might have been at uh, NEW too because uh, the the morning show that I was working on, uh, who you guys worked with too, Joe Taggart. Mm-hmm. When he was, you started with you with you guys, and I worked yeah. with him at the first station that I did, and then he went to NEW. Did he? The, the O and A station. Yeah, he did. Like. He's, he he wanted to bring me in there. He and was he doing the morning show with. He was not doing the morning no, show. He, no okay. With me, he was, and then he went over mm-hmm. to NEW to do the uh, to do nights, and, and it didn't work out officially. Mm-hmm. Like he did, but he like, might have brought you over. Month, well, he wanted to, and then mm-hmm. he didn't make mm-hmm. the cut. Yeah, was, everybody wants you. So we could have been there. That crazy. Even then, when you were a little kid with hair, right? It was unbelievable. Everybody wanted you to produce their show. Why you gotta right. cut? Why you gotta cut so deep? Yeah, well, right? you remember his little kid pictures. <laughs> he was just so young. I know, but you don't have to bring up the hair thing. That's why well, he knows. He's fine. Straight to the hair. <laughs> and so you're saying I'm old and bald is what you're saying. <laughs> what yeah. I'm saying is like when you're young, it's shocking to see you with that that hair. <laughs> it's just right. a different, younger. You look a lot like your son. <laughs> Making it worse, Roger. Yeah, just, uh, you're the only one laughing. Yeah. He's a young Brett. <laughs> As I'm old and bald is what you're saying. You're, you're That's bald. what you're saying. Man. I'm old. I'm old and bald. Yeah. 
I'm way older than you, so I can't be uh, hurting you that much. When that you, much. When you have to choose your favorites, Brett, just remember I'm not the one that made the ball. Jump. No, you're not. You're oh, very, uh, you're very sensitive. Uh, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah to very situations. sensitive. <laughs> that's, that's what I think yeah. of when I think of JP. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> sensitive. Yeah, so there, there's a little uh, sad chapter from uh, Roger J.P. History from on. 2002. Brett, I was going to say, Brett, if you could take your fingers from your hair and press a button to play, play the music, that would be great. <laughs> or, That's a horrible rank. See, J.P., I don't have any because I'm bald, <laughs> so my finger was already there. There you go. There's well, nothing to wait maybe for. Maybe if you were young, you would be able to be nimble. <laughs> right. right. I would have done it quicker if yeah, I was younger, but I'm old now. Well, no, you might have been a delay because your fingers could have got stuck in your hair. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. That's true. But I was still quick then, so it would have been like hairboard, hairboard. Right. Hair button, hair, you know, it doesn't matter. It's gotcha. quick. Now, older, yeah, well, slower. 30 right. seconds before he hits a button, he begins moving toward it. Correct. It's incredible. <laughs> well, old Brett and Roger JP and <laughs> young Monica. Old Brett, wait, what? And young Gareth. I'm all right with all of this, mate. All of a sudden. <laughs> what a weird show. You say Bizarro. Young, you say young world. Monica? Yes, I did. did. It's Bizarro yeah, World. Nothing else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else to say about it. No, no, nothing at all. Huh. And the irony of me ne- <laughs> next to Dizzy yeah. being the youngest on the show. Right, right, right. That's the other irony here. You might be the youngest. Are you older than John Sunning? I have no idea. What, you know, I have no idea what John Sunning's age is. He's ageless. I think really I don't is. know. I think he's in his mid thirties or something. We just we established that Roger, uh, you are not the oldest person on the bone. Uh, mm-hmm. Mo's birthday was the other day, and I got down to brass tacks. It's Spike who's the oldest person on the bone. Ah, there you uh, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, seventy three. So I'm at least third. No, you're second. Oh, I am second. Oh, okay, I don't know if I was older than Mo or not. No. And we were close. Spike's older than 60? Yes. He's everything, man. That guy is a mystery. He really is amazing. I never would have guessed that one. Nope. Not a chance. He's also ageless. All right, well, Roger, JP. One or two, five, oh, my God, me. <laughs> Real Raw Radio. We'll be right back. 